Hey, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is your host, Melissa Impet. Today we've got this phenomenal fit chick combo with this beautiful boss babe named Megan Self. We talked about so many different things on this episode, but some of the things that really stood out to me was Megan's story about how this journey for her has really added up over time. Each step of the way, she learned something new and it brought her to this new level of discipline and really showed her what is possible for herself and her life. Megan reminds us that it does not happen overnight, but stick with it because it's pretty freaking cool to have muscles. You already know that I couldn't agree with that anymore because there is nothing more exciting to me than having muscles and feeling strong physically, mentally, and emotionally. And Megan feels the exact same way. So I'm just super excited to bring this episode to you. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'm so excited too. This is so fun. It's so funny how I think I heard some influencer years ago say, I think it might've been Amanda Bucci. Uh, I love Amanda Bucci. We actually <laughs> went to college together. I've watched You did? Yeah. That's cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, what nugget did she give you? She said in one of her podcasts and was talking about how like all of her best friends are from the internet. And yep. I was like- Agreed. I, I was like, how- that's not a thing. I was like, how is that even possible? And now like all of my best friends are on the internet, like not right? all of them, but a lot of yeah. them. I'm like, holy cow. that's so strange. Yeah. You guys. So <laughs> Megan and I were talking like before we started recording and we were joking because I feel like I know her already and we haven't met. Mm-hmm. Like she's from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm here in Boston. We haven't actually met, but we know each other. <laughs> yeah. And it's so strange because it's not even, you know, we don't talk every day. Obviously yeah. we probably, I don't know once a month maybe yeah, like right. somehow are connecting yep. but it's like now we know each other already because yeah. so you know, awesome. we follow each other's lives one of the blessings of social media i know totally if we can just focus on that <laughs> <laughs> seriously get rid of the negativity yep. right right so exactly. tell us a little bit more about yourself how did fitness and this whole lifestyle become a part of your life so um so many factors here um <laughs> but a couple things that influenced this. So 10 years ago, I moved to Nashville. Um, I had lived in Philadelphia before that. And I moved here um, because I was going to be the next Carrie Underwood. Um, I was going to be the next country music singing superstar. Um, And I always had that my, my parents always told me I could do whatever I wanted to do for my whole Mm -hmm. life. So Mm -hmm. those people whose parents are really not like that, I just like, I don't know what that is because my parents were always like, yes, do whatever you want to do. Um, but I moved here and I spent a little bit of time kind of in that world a little bit, but I very quickly realized that I really wasn't doing that. Like I wasn't waking up every day, putting a band together. I wasn't waking up every day, you know, learning to play guitar. I wasn't waking up every day, um, you know, singing downtown on Broadway and like getting myself seen and creating EPs and all that. I wasn't doing that. And we all know you do what you want to do. You know, you, you, you focus on what you really want to be doing, whether that's good or bad. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started to kind of, I sat myself down figuratively and probably literally too. (laughs) And, um, I just kind of started thinking, what are you doing every day? And I realized I was always focusing on like, well, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to, when am I going to eat today? What am I going to take to work with me? 
um, when am I going to run? You know, when I, I used to be a big marathon, half marathon runner. And so, um, that I kind of started to realize, well, maybe my life actually is focused over here and not on music, which, you know, I love karaoke and singing in the shower and in the car and whatever, but <laughs> I'm clearly not doing that, which is okay. Um, and then, so that's one factor, that kind of realization of like, what are you focused on every day. That is so cool that you were really in tune with that and that you really paid attention to the fact that, you know, this is what I thought my goal is, but maybe that's not what's fulfilling me. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I did find too that part of the reason that I moved here, I love singing. I love it. And it like fills my cup and it's amazing. But part of the reason that I moved here was, you know, that feeling of like, you want to stick it to the man, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so the people that didn't believe in you, the people that Mm -hmm. thought that you couldn't do it, you're going to prove to them, like, I can do it. And so that was part of it. And I realized that's not really serving me either (laughs) to be that way. So, um, but the other thing that really kind of got me into this is that my, both of my parents have, well, my mom had breast cancer twice. And so, um, it was very much so the diet and that honestly that saved her. Oh, that's okay. Your dog can say hi. Stop it. (laughs) What's your dog's name? I have, there's three of them. Oh my Um, gosh. Yeah. And they think that like everything that goes on outside of this house is like a terrorist attack. Like they are (laughs) ready. (laughs) So, and one of them just like, he doesn't really know what's going on. So he just cries. Like, I know something's happening, but I don't know what to do. Um, But anyway, I have Marley, Vinny and George here with me today. Um, Welcome to the show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they're all looking at me like, what are you doing? Um, so anyway, I, that being the case, my mom, the doctors that she went to, they gave her three months to live. And I, at this point, I mean, I was young, I was like 14. Um, and yeah, and it was, you know, you never think that kind of thing's going to happen to you, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it happens to everybody else. And she's the wonder woman. Like she basically looked those doctors in the eye and said like, no, like this I'm not, isn't happening. that's not an option. So she actually found an oncologist who was also a nutritionist and they were able to create a diet specific to not feeding the cancer that she had, mm-hmm. um, so that the chemotherapy could actually go in and kill it. And here we are, I'm 33 years old now and she's still here. So <laughs> obviously that's incredible. Um, you know, that played a huge role. So, and my dad, um, he has, you know, struggled with an illness, um, probably, I guess, since he was about 30 and just come to find out that just diet and exercise makes it so that it's, it it totally changes the way that he functions. Mm. And it just, that kind of opened my eyes as well. So I guess that would have been the first thing that happened. And then you know, moving on and then moving here and just everything kind of played out how it was supposed to. Wow. So that's so powerful. I love hearing that story about your mom because it's so true. There's so many people these days who get some kind of diagnosis and they just kind of settle with that. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't put that willpower and that strength to the fact that you can make a change and you can stand up and you can fight whatever this diagnosis may be. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, 
I, I'm definitely not somebody that's going to tell you that, you know, you shouldn't go to the doctor or whatever that is. You know, like I think medicine is a thing mm-hmm. in many cases. However, I mean, cause clearly she needed chemotherapy to kill that cancer, but yeah. had she still been, you know, eating, for instance, in her case, if she had still been eating dairy and eating meat and eating all these things, eating sugar, all these things that fed breast cancer or Mm -hmm. feed breast cancer, then the chemotherapy wouldn't have been able to go in and and kill the cancer. Like that wouldn't have been an optimal um, environment for for healing to happen. So if we can play, you know, take responsibility and play a role on our end of if we can make our body as healthy as possible, as strong as possible, then we're going to be able to fight things off better. Yeah. So it's just, it's amazing. It's like science crazy. (laughs) Science is crazy. And that's why I think that's why I got so passionate about nutrition too, is it's really interesting to see how nutrients play a role within our body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We were talking about you and I Twinkies earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Twinkies. You know. We were talking yeah. about Twinkies before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much, you know, the IIFYM. Yeah. So let's chat a little bit about that. So so tell us the story about how, you know, you started off as a nutrition coach and it, how it's morphed to where you are today. So when I first started out, um, and it's funny because I think I actually have been in this place of let's see, how do I phrase this? Like I was doing something for a while that didn't necessarily align with what I believe to be true, or I wasn't putting out there what I believe to be true and, and, um, what aligns with me, but I was doing something because that's what seemed like it was working for everybody else. So Mm -hmm. that's the first thing. Um, but I initially, when I started my coaching, it was all about macros. It was all about, you know, whatever you can fit in your macros, you can have. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. Um, and I just kind of realized, number one, that didn't align with anything that I feel or think or want. And then two, you're also then not teaching, or at least I wasn't to the best of my ability, teaching my clients how to create a healthy lifestyle with their food, how to nourish their body, how to have energy. So that's where the, um, you know, I think there are a lot of fitness coaches out there that make it seem like as long as it fits in your macros, you can live on like protein powder and Twinkies, you know, yeah, and that so for, for the listeners who don't necessarily know what, if it fits your macros is or what macro counting is, it's, you know, there's calculations to give you a certain amount of grams of protein, fats, carbs, fiber, and then you follow those numbers and you can fill it with whatever you want. So let's say I can have 120 grams of protein and however many carbs, I could fill it with anything that fit within those nutrient numbers. So yeah, some people I think just take that and aren't very (laughs) responsible with it. Right, right. I agree. And it puts out there this idea that you know, and I don't want to take your life away from you, but it puts out there that you, to, to lead a healthy lifestyle, you maybe just have to eat, you know, use spinach in your carbs sometimes. And, but then the rest of the time you can just have donuts all day, every day. And and (laughs) yes, please have a donut. Like don't, don't only eat spinach forever, but realize that there's a difference between what, you know, fuels your body and what doesn't, you know, that's for sure. That's definitely 
but yeah, so now I, um, my coaching, I, I do still use macros, but just as a guideline, um, at the end of my program, I, I always want for my clients to be eating intuitively. I mm-hmm. just, I think a lot of people, they're not really sure the portions and the amounts and all that, that they should be eating. So it's macros is a great way to say, here's, you know, a good guideline. So then you get used to that and then you can keep going knowing what that looks like, if that makes sense. So yeah, that totally makes um, sense. But it's very focused on, you know, the recipes I give them all very clean. There are things that I can't eat or choose not to eat for whatever reason. And so I'm very open with them about why, about, you know, why I don't eat certain grains, why I don't eat certain dairy, why I don't, you know, and how it affects the body. Um, You know, and I don't say you should never do this, but I just say, here's what it does inside your body. And so here's why I choose not to, because I want to feel as great as I possibly can. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. That's awesome that you give people the freedom because, you know, what I've seen working with clients is so many different things work for different people. So it really is about experimenting and figuring out what is working for your body. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, you know, some clients, I don't um, really do very many processed carbs. So mm-hmm. my, usually my fats are a little bit higher. I'm not like, we're not getting into like keto land in my life or anything <laughs> like that, but my fats just tend to be a little higher. My carbs are a little lower as per the usual. Right. So, yeah. but then I have some clients that eat very little fat because they want to eat sweet potatoes all day. And by all means, like, please go for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So let's chat a little bit about fitness. So how did, you know, how has fitness become like a part of your life as well as the nutrition? So it's funny about fitness because I think very many of us or probably every single person in the world, they start out in fitness, myself included, thinking for aesthetic reasons or maybe health reasons, but it's, it's a physical reason, whatever that is. It's a, um, I want to feel better or I want to look better or I want to lose weight or I want to gain weight, whatever that is. It's usually physical body related. Yeah, I know. I personally, I personally got in the gym pretty much as punishment because I was like so unhappy with my body that I was like forcing myself to go to the gym because I hated my body. Right. Mm. And it's, and that's like, honestly, that's where a lot of people start. Like if I, I started with running and then I started running half marathons and marathons and, and through that, I, it's so funny to look back and see like exactly where my life has, like every little step adds to Mm. where I am now, you know, but fitness has influenced my life in every single avenue there is. Wow. <laughs> so initially I started out for a physical reason. I wanted to be thinner, I wanted to be healthier, I wanted to run 26.2 miles, I wanted to, you know, these these outside reasons, right? And as I've gone along and it's been years and years, I mean at least 10 more than that, but it's been a while. <laughs> and each each step I've taken has taught me a new lesson, like a new level of you can do this or a new level of discipline or a new level of like just what is possible in my life. And not only that, but we know that fitness, you know, there are um, 
going back to science, science is going on inside your body when you are working out, when you're doing something physical. There's things going on in your brain. There's things going on in your gut. There's things going on everywhere. So you are then also setting yourself up to function optimally, not only in your physical being, but also in your emotional and mental place as well. Mm -hmm. So I've found that the times that, I mean, you can even probably ask my husband, like he can tell if I haven't been to the gym in a few days because (laughs) you're just off. Yeah. My routine is off. My brain is like all in a, you know, Oh, I feel the same way. Like I might be sad. I might be pissed off. I might, but I'm not, I'm not like Megan, how I want to be. I'm not in the state of, I didn't obviously create my own state that day. I just am reacting to whatever else is going on. Yeah. So, um, I think that is definitely the big way that fitness has affected my life. Mm. Um, outside of like having muscles is pretty cool. Yeah. Having muscles, (laughs) being a strong female is just so addicting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so addicting. Totally. So what do you think some of the lessons are that you've learned through fitness? Oh man. All right. So the big one is <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Plaster that everywhere. Yes. So you're always yes. reminding yourself. Yes. And yep. it's um it and that is in every every facet of my life. I and especially, you know, starting my own business. I thought okay, cool. I'm going to hire this coach and then I'm going to create my own business. And then bam, I'm just going to be like, whatever my dreams are, you know? <laughs> and that is not what happened. And There's here a we little are, bit though. more to the puzzle. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> it's funny because I, another lesson in fitness is like, learn, first of all, find something you enjoy doing that's fitness, but then also learn to enjoy that while you're doing it. So like, yeah, working out is hard sometimes, you know, like burpees are hard. You know, I hate bicep curls. I don't know why. Me too. I, I hate <laughs> bicep curls. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. And it's I like, why. I will avoid, I'm like, all right, would I rather do bicep curls or would I rather do like chin ups? Cause that sort of gets the bicep. Like that's oh what my that's exactly what I do. I also really hate like pull-ups or chin-ups too, but I feel like, oh, well, at least I'm getting my biceps and my back at the same time. Right, so, right, exactly. And then, but then to me, it's like, if I can, I can physically do a pull-up and a chin-up yeah. to me that, that like lights me up. Like yeah. the fact mm-hmm. that I can physically do that. Oh my gosh. I went years without being able to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you have to do that weird fitness test when you were a kid? Um, it was like a physical fitness test in elementary school. Yeah. And I cried. Oh my gosh. I literally remember crying. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. And like we had to do, you either had to do a pull up or however many pull-ups you can do. Yeah. You couldn't, you had to do like a flexed arm hang and you hang there for, and I I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. That was Uh, traumatizing to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And like all of the other girls. Maybe that's why we hate bicep curls. That's gotta be it. Like, and it's so funny because I always have been built like a gymnast. I mean, I've been significantly overweight, so Mm. there's that, but I always looked like I should be able to do those things. Hmm. And then when I haven't been able to, it's been frustrating because in my head it was like, 
I expected it of myself because I think I thought that other people were also expecting it of me, which mm. is not even true. I was making that up. Yep. Um, but yeah, so fitness has definitely showed me, I mean, so many things. And then, you know, the, the amount that you can level up is almost endless. Like your limits are, you know, I mean, there are people, I don't know if you know who, um, the iron cowboy is, but he is this guy who did, I think 50, yeah, 50 consecutive triathlons in, oh in 50 consecutive days That's in each state. Insane that the right. human body can even handle that. Wow. Right. Talk and about like, mind over matter. I know in real life. And so, you know, listening to, for instance, podcasts, where, you know, am I planning on going and doing that? No. No. But, <laughs> but to know that that's possible, to know yeah. that a human did that, that means that, I mean, I'd love to run a Spartan Ultra Beast, which is a 30-mile um, obstacle course race. And that's in the plan for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I can definitely do that. I can definitely. If I can run 26 miles, what else can I do? You know? So... What else is possible? Yeah. Yeah. So, and in, in fitness and and outside too. So it's so funny how it bleeds into the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So I've become such like a goal digger ever since like I got into like the fitness world and seeing that I was capable of so much more. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So what are some things that you do to like keep yourself and motivated and fired up and, and when you're lacking motivation, what do you do? How do you get yourself out of the funk? So I think that number one, it's really important every day to create the state that you want to be in. So instead of, you know, I have a lot of people say to me, well, you know, I just don't have time in the morning and I wake up and I roll oh over gosh. and I, you know, I jump That's out of bed and grab favorite my thing to hear. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, but I was that person. Oh, 100% yeah. was that person. Mm-hmm. And it, but now I have just kind of thought, okay, that's clearly not working. Like that is clearly for me to wake up and and be completely reacting to everything that happens in my day is clearly not working. So if I could set myself up for an ideal day, if I could write out every, you know, and I give this to my clients every 15 minutes on a whole 24 hour sheet of paper and they have to write everything out, what they would love their day to look like. And I do it, I don't know, probably monthly. Um, But in the morning, I do those things that create the state that I want to be in for the rest of the day, i.e. creating that motivation for the rest of the day. Yeah, you're starting your day with intention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, and it's, it's so overlooked, but so important. Um, But part of that is (laughs) that I find people that inspire me. So I love to watch um, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go on YouTube and part of my morning routine, like while I'm drinking my coffee, awesome. I'll go on there and like watch some super like badass chick yeah. doing her thing on the Ninja Warrior course. And I'm like, why yes. not me? Why not yes, me? Yeah, exactly. And Sets so then, you up for an amazing, powerful day. Yeah. 100%. And like yeah. that way, when I go into my workout, when I go into my movement, that's in my head. And yes. I'm like, I'm going to do that, you yeah. know? So it's, that's one thing. And something that might just help people in general that's helped me and 
my clients, they're so funny. They like swear by it. They, is I say, okay, if you're not feeling like going to the gym, if you're like extra tired, because sometimes it's hard to tell, are we worn out and should we really rest? Or are we just kind of tired right now and, and giving ourselves an excuse to not go to the gym, mm -hmm. right? Like there's a fine line and yeah. it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. So what yeah, I tell them- Sometimes our body is telling us that we need rest. So. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And recovery is equally, if not more important than the actual For real. job of working out. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I tell them, I say, okay, pick three exercises that's in your programming that are in your programming today. Go into the gym, like put your clothes on, go to the gym. And I want you to complete three exercises. So, you know, whatever set amount, like your four sets of three exercises, that's it. And if by the time you've completed that, you still feel super miserable, you can go home. That's cool. But yeah. the chances are that you have now set yourself up to finish the rest of that work. You're just like, oh, I'm here already. I might as well keep going. Yes. Right. And as yes. soon as you get that blood flowing and that, you know, your brain. Endorphin flowing, rush. Yep. Yeah, like you <laughs> want to keep going. And so that's just a, it's an easy kind of cheat way to trick yourself. Cause if you say, okay, well, I only have to do these three exercises. That's not that bad. It doesn't seem like that much. Right. Mm. But then you're also really finding out how tired am I really? you know, am I really exhausted after these three exercises and has nothing good come from this? <laughs> or are you, you know, is that fire lit and now you are, you know, go team go. That's a great rule of thumb. I love that. So, well, thanks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm sure I stole it from somebody. I don't yeah. think I created that by any means. I, but hey, whatever you're sharing or, the message and that's all yeah. that matters. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So this has been so much fun, but before we start like wrapping things up, I definitely want people to know where they can connect with you. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, you can find me on Facebook at Megan self and my name is spelled with all the letters, like any letters <laughs> every letter that Megan, you can imagine in Megan, they go, it goes in there. Um, all the extra A's, all the H's, everything. Um, <laughs> And self is my last name, S-E-L-F, like yourself or myself. For some reason, that's really hard for people, um, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> my um, Instagram handle is at your stronger self, but in between each word, there's a, what is that little line? Underscore. Oh, underscore. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So it's your <laughs> underscore stronger underscore self. Cool. Yeah. I'll definitely yeah, put those so. links right in the show notes for people so that they can follow you. And I promise awesome. you guys are going to love her content. Like I said, we've <laughs> been, you. we've been friends for like probably a couple months now, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know I like, totally message bombed you there in the beginning. I was like, tell me about all your life. <laughs> I loved it. I was so excited to hear from you. It was awesome. And then just to like watch your lives and everything, it's just been so educational and just such a nice reminder of, you know, there's so many people out here that have such a shared mission and it's really to empower people and to remind people that there's so many people willing to help you if you're willing to be helped. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing too is having that, having that open mind of, okay, I'm just going to let go. I'm yeah. just going to like, I'm going to, obviously what I'm doing is not getting me where I want to go. So I'm just going to let go and be guided and yeah. see where it gets me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Because so. most times it's not going in the wrong direction. It's only going right. in the right direction. <laughs> right. right. And it's funny. I have a coach that says, you know, always take inspired action. Mm -hmm. And I think some people, they stay 
they stay in that one place because they're like, well, what if my inspired action is the wrong action? You know, yeah. like what if I do the wrong step, but it doesn't really matter because you're either taking the right step or you're taking a step that's going to lead you to the right step. Yes. But you can't get anywhere by sitting where you're at. Nope. You know? What's that? What's that? Like, I think I saw like this meme on like Pinterest or something. You can't get the ass you want sitting on the ass you've got. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. Yes. That is 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> and that literally exactly. hit me so hard years ago. I was like, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. All right. Here we Dang go. Dang it. They're yeah. right again. Yeah. <laughs> Pan- I'm, I'm currently pancaking mine right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you have already listed off so many pieces of advice, but if there's one major takeaway that all the listeners could take away from this interview, what would it be? What's a piece of advice from you? I would tell them that it doesn't, going with the it doesn't happen overnight thing, it doesn't all have to happen at once. Yeah. So realize that you are going to take, and I think that that thought of, okay, I'm going from eating cake and McDonald's and now I have to go straight into eating broccoli and chicken every single day. Like, I think that's, it's a super overwhelming thing, you know? So really realizing that starting small, like if you have a 10 minute break at work, go on a walk, like, cause you're going to feel better. You're going to, you're going to, your mental, just everything is going to be clearer and you're going to start building on that. And before you know it, you know, your 10 minute break at work, you're probably going to be doing like a hundred burpees. And then before you know it, you're going to be lifting at the gym, you know? So don't, don't get overwhelmed. Just take the small step. Like just take that small step of, okay, maybe you should add veggies to a couple of your meals, you know, maybe just add, you know, and just go from there. Don't create this huge life altering lightning bolt out of all of this. Yeah. It's just not going to set you up for the lifestyle. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So really just be open to that and be okay with the small steps and be proud of it. It's amazing how like the small steps really compile. Just like Mm -hmm. you were saying, like that 10 minutes at lunch might make you realize, wow, I really feel so much better after that 10 minutes. And it kind of morphs your brain. So instead of saying, I don't have the time, you start realizing that you can make the time. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's not, yes, you nailed it. (laughs) That's 100%. And it's, you know, your body, everything is going to function better. And before you know it, your 10 minute break, you're going to say to yourself, well, I can go for more than 10 minutes now. So maybe I'll go to that class I always wanted to go to, Mm -hmm. or maybe I'll, you know, go work out after work or before work. Or, you know, if I can do that, what else can I do? You know, if I can do that and then it just builds and builds and before you know it, you know, you're the person that you always wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So, and it's so magical and it's so possible. And we're just so passionate about inspiring you guys to take that first step. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I support all first steps. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Megan, this has been such a blast. I'm super excited that we got to chat together. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. This has been like so fun. Yeah. 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 And you guys stay tuned because we're, we're convincing Megan to put her own podcast out. So I'm, I'm like, to share. definitely lit the fire. So we'll, yeah. I'll keep you posted on awesome. that. I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan. Thanks for coming on and sharing your heart with us. Thank you. 
Don't forget, if you're loving this podcast, will you just take a minute and hit me up on Instagram? Because I love hearing from you guys. I love being able to meet you, hear what you're enjoying about the podcast. If you've got any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, maybe you have an idea for a future episode, whatever it may be, I love hearing from you and really understanding what it is that you are enjoying most about the show. So hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is a underscore healthy underscore attitude. If you'd like, the link is right in the show notes below. So I'm really looking forward to meeting you and hearing your story. So thanks so much. Hope to talk to you on Instagram. See you soon.